Where to begin? Well, it's called House. Uh, yes. Uh, well, this is discursion number two. Yeah. Um, and yes, the film that we're discussing at this time is called House, or Houseu. Yeah. And I was just reading in the viewing notes, it's Obayashi's, the director Obayashi's first feature. Um, after spending some time in TV and commercials and sort of independent experimental film. Uh, yeah, so we should set that this is 1977. Yeah. Um, this film's been relatively recently released as a in the Master of Cinema um, series. Yeah, so 1977. Yeah. If you're in America or the UK, you're seeing what Star Wars and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what other big films are there in 1977? Um, well, there's some um, of those big blockbusters that are probably very big in Japan as well, I'd imagine. Yeah. Whereas this... Well, I suppose we should... I think it's going to be impossible to discuss it without um, without spoilers. Yeah. So that should be a warning for anyone who hasn't seen it. But it's... How to describe it? It's, uh, well, it's, it's a horror film. I suppose if we were to put it, put it in... In a genre, that's the, maybe the closest. It's you a get. comedy horror, a but, comedy it's, horror? but it's got other things going on as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's some sort of cross between the horror film and the Saturday morning children's telly. Yeah, children's or maybe like teenage. Yeah, teenage flick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now, yes, we should probably briefly outline the narrative, such as it is, <laughs> um, which involves. Well, it has quite an elaborate backstory about the main the main character, yeah. um, who's called Angel. Although on the I've seen elsewhere her referred to as uh, gorgeous, so I'm not sure about the translation in that point. But um, and she's looking forward to going um, to the country, I think, for the for the weekend with her father. But then it turns out that. Uh, he in fact has a new girlfriend who he's going to marry, or possibly has married, and she's upset about this, uh, and then plans to join the rest of her friends who are very excited about travelling. They're going off for the weekend camping with their male teacher. A group of I mean, it's, it's it's not a boarding school, but it looks it looks like a fairly exclusive school that they go to. Do you think? Yeah, possibly. It's quite a large. It's quite a large building, and it seems to be an all girls school. It's an all girl, and they're in very sort of. Western, well, it seemed look to my eyes sort of Western school uniform. Yeah, um, and they're sort of mid-teens, aren't they? Yeah, sort of youngish teens. Although there seems to be a range of eight of ages. I mean, the, the actual actresses seem to be a range of ages, but they're assumed to be in the same class anyway. So Angel is upset about. Yeah, upset about this prospect of a new mother, and decides instead to go off to stay with. Her aunt in her house, who she's only ever met once in her life. Correct, when she was very young. She was about six or so. But she sends her a letter and then gets a reply saying, please come along with a white cat. Yeah, if this is sounding bizarre, we're not even into the... We haven't even got to the strange bit. The minefield um, that is the house. So they all, they, all, they all travel off to the house and it turns out that the... Aunt is a ghost, and the house eats them all, and that's yeah, that's broadly the plot. <laughs> yes, yeah. So there's a bit of a is there a bit of a parallel between how 
uh, Angel is feeling and how her auntie is feeling with regards to marriage because they're both yes. alienated to some extent because a- Angel doesn't like the idea of her father meeting someone new. Um, and there's a suggestion that um, Angel's aunt, who lives in the countryside, um, has is, 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 is sort of a bitter widow, is that fair mm. to say? Mm. Uh, her husband died in the war. Yes, and well, her, her not even her husband. Her, oh, oh yeah, her, her fiance. fiance. Her fiance yeah. is killed in a in, in a as a World War Two fighter pilot, and she became a um, she became a cat lady essentially. Yes, she becomes a, literally a very crazy cat lady. Yeah. Well, she appears to be. There's the references to which she's some kind of witch, I suppose. Yes, the exact details of the sort of mythology and it's not clear to me whether they're not clear in the film or whether it's possibly um yeah alluding to sort of japanese traditions of ghost stories and things that we're not quite au fait with yes um but um and oh yes and it, 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 it also it should importantly be mentioned that it's very much it's the, the, the protagonist this group of girls who were all sort of seven dwarf style um are labeled and characterized according to their particular um, not quite personality types, but they're sort of... Their attributes. Their skills, yes. Yeah. So we have Angel. Uh, we have, well, her best friend, Fantasy, who um, who is the one who first spots strange things, that strange things are going on, but in in, in good, um, you know, crying wolf style, it, it is not believed because she's an inveterate fantasist anyway. Um, there's one called Prof with glasses to indicate her intelligence. Uh, who else do we have? We have we have Melody. Importantly, I'm just seeing how many the, you can remember. I think I can remember them all. <laughs> There's Melody, who's the musical one. There's one called called Sweetie, who appears to be the youngest, and I think is what into dolls and things. But she appears to also enjoy housework. Um, uh, there's who else is there? Kung Fu. There's Kung Fu, who's yeah important. Who yes does what it says on the tin. Um, and there's and one has, more. Oh yeah, that's right. There's Mac, who's the one who. Is interested in nothing but, but, but eating. Yeah. Um, and apparently she's called Mac because it's the second half of the English word stomach. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they all, so they they all die in a pro- sort of appropriate ways. So it has something of the um, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory <laughs> yeah. um, structure, except that it doesn't seem that they, like the Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and in fact things like the Saw films where people, people die. Yeah, the sort of punishment fits the crime. They die in ways that fit their sort of sins. But this isn't isn't the case. It's just they die in ways that match their, like you say, their attributes or their personalities. It's not a morality tale. No. <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> I've been saying... Uh... Well, I suppose maybe one reason they're all given specific attributes... Is because uh, there's a, there's another genre element of which we're not entirely aware. I suppose a sort of teen movie, yeah, kind of ensemble cast yeah. where Absolutely. you have relatable characters. And I was l- looking at the uh, viewing notes, and there's a poster on on the back of the Masters of Cinema booklet that has the House Girls, which uh, suggests that they had some uh, enjoyed some popularity after the film right. ended. As is sort of. Uh, you know, or at least that was the idea. That, well, that was the that was the idea <laughs> that, was, that they that would the be sort of yeah 
teen uh, icons for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, I mean, the most striking things of the film overall are sort of, you know, uh, stylistic issues, I suppose, um, in sort of a number of ways. I mean, I don't know if we should talk about the visual style, which is extremely... Well, the whole film is sort of extremely excessive. So there are, I mean, there are a number of effects which sort, which sort of give the impression almost of being... Of being of being of being computerized, but I'm not quite sure how how much that could have been true at this point. Maybe possibly some very early, you know, computer effects. But yeah. But I think also more sort of elaborate. Yes, all sorts of elaborate kind of matting and superimpositions yeah. of all kinds. Which it's is funny because you mentioned Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that Star Wars has if you if you if you like Star Wars and if you've watched Star Wars has quite a quite a specific texture mm. to it um and and here the the effects as you say are all uh they're all quite distinct in texture and they seem to have been created using various methods because there's bits of animation yeah as yes. well um, sort of bits of yeah bits of dismembered bodies floating around at various points and stop motion stop motion there's yeah particularly the things when when melody's eaten by the piano that's a very kind of elaborate sequence with the piano yeah um swallowing her up but yeah. but but i think but those are maybe the most obvious but there are some other like very i think some of the most interesting visual things are actually quite early on there are there are some quite sort of I wouldn't go so far as to, to say subtle, but their effects. <laughs> so the very first scene when when um, Melody and Fantasy are in the in that appears to be their 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 school chemistry lab, I suppose. Um, but their Fantasy is taking photos of Melody, sort of dressed up as in a sort of old old fashioned kind of Japanese wedding sort of bride's outfit. But there's a sort of frame within a frame um, um, effect, um, which then. So both the outer frame and inner frame are sort of showing the um, the the classroom, but sort of different parts of the, of the classroom. But then the inner one pans, and then and then that sort of pans to the left, and at one point eventually it then matches up with the outer frame, yeah. which is instead like subtle is not the quite not no. quite the right word, but it's sort of um, it's not like the later things, which is a sort of it's already over the top in some sort of way, and it's, it seems entirely gratuitous. I'm not quite sure what the point of it is, other than as an in- interesting effect. But it is actually, a, you know, well executed and the kind of it's 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 visually interesting. Yeah. And there's bits later, like other sort of small things, but still in the early part of the film, where there's a bit where Angel goes up some stairs. I mean, steps, you know, outdoor steps. And then, and then there's a cut to her opening a door, and, and the horizontal of the door is exactly matched with the horizontal of the buildings. So there's a sort of, the in, you know, initial impression is this complete kind of madcapness and sort of doing anything for the sake of it, which I think might be right. But there is an attention to, um, you know, detail. Mm, some some individual shots are quite, kind of are quite quite moving actually. Um, uh, are they? I mean, well, yeah, I, I, I thought so. And maybe it's just me being a, being a softy, but I quite like the use of slow motion in the film, which is very uh, well compared to a lot of the animation effects, is quite unobtrusive. Right, right. I think. Um, um, so, for example, where the uh, 
I can't remember the, her name, but essentially the the new mother, right? Yeah, Angel's father's um, bride uh, to be enters, and there's some slow motion and a, and a close up and, mm. and slow pan, and they have, you know, they have the uh, um, sort of wind effect, and her hair yeah. is blowing around. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if you remove it from this film and place it in in, in a film by yeah. another director. Yeah, you, you could see it as. Well, that's it. I mean, to <laughs> to pin the tone down seems to be really quite hard because it seems to be relying on. I don't know. It, it's 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 a bit easy in a way to say, oh well, it, it's sort of Japanese, so there are possibly conventions that we're not quite familiar with. But it does Which seem is important to say. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. But it's also clearly not. Like, I mean, it clearly is 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 sort of comic, and there clearly is an, a sort of excess which is which is which is comically excessive. You know, I mean, there's the most elaborate um, um, sequence of. A potential rescuer appearing eventually, and then not actually rescue anyone um, outside of um, outside of The Shining, which of course was after this. But you know, you know the, the long sequence of Scatman Brothers trying right. trying to reach them, and then he finally gets there, and then is axed in the chest immediately. There's a sort of parallel to this with with their school teacher who can't initially go with them, has to come the next day, and so you, you keep cutting away to him um, attempting to to. To, to get to the house and encountering all sorts of ridiculous obstacles and then eventually um, almost gets there, uh, speaks to the fruit seller who the girls also spoke to earlier. Well, he sells watermelons. The teacher says he doesn't like watermelons and the next time we see him, he's been turned into... A, he says he, he what he does like is bananas and he's been turned into an enormous pile of bananas, which is the <laughs> most... <laughs> I don't know what to make of it, but... Yeah. Uh, it's clearly it's like stream of consciousness almost. Yeah, the, the, the flow of ideas there. Well, that's it. So the question of how much the film is in control of what it's doing seems to be because it does give the impression sometimes that it's not in control of what it's doing. Sure, and it's just yeah. being ridiculous. But then there are there are all these, yeah, quite you know careful, um, a sense of careful attention to all sorts of things. Even down to there's a sequence after. Um, Melody has been eaten by the piano when this particular theme, which is played so constantly through the film, is still being played, but just by her by her severed fingers. Um, but just to say, there's, there's a shot of the, the piano keyboard with these you know, um, severed fingers magically sort of picking out the melody. But just the fact that that what they play is is exactly right. You know, they do actually play the tune that you're hearing. Like that seems to be a level of attention to detail that's not necessary mm. you know yes i mean in heaps of films and even films that would have cost vastly more than this they don't actually bother to match what the musician is playing to what you actually hear but they've bothered in this case to animate in some way and get it spot on so you're right there's a there's a there's an earlier shot before before melody this film maybe will one way of looking at the structure is before and after Melanie is eaten by the piano. <laughs> so memorable is that event. Uh, melody. There's a scene in which she's she's playing the piano and there's a slow pan mm. um, around the piano and you see the uh, which is you know is quite is quite delicate move movement and mm. then you see the skeleton dancing in the background. It's <laughs> just like a nice kind of. Yeah, hint of uh, when there's another humor. moment in, in, in between those where because she's turned on the metronome and they they they've set up a motif of 
her and occasionally another character sort of rocking back and forth like a metronome and there's a long sequence where where all the girls are sat at the piano and Melody is playing it and then the camera pans right and left again, you know, yeah. you know, mimicking the metronome. There's a logic to um, But there's also, a, there's also a, a, a sort of playfulness and that's obviously a sort of excess which is intended to be to be noticed. I mean, that's a relatively more subtle example than some of the other ones the film has, but it fits in with its general um, way of way of behaving. Um, but like you say, it doesn't quite seem. Presumably, is also it is also intended to be to be frightening in places, and it probably would be if you saw it at the wrong age or the right age. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think it. Yeah, I think it dwells on the horror long enough. Um, to suggest um, that it's trying to frighten us, it's trying to make us think about, mm. I don't know, the, the the pain of Sweetie caught in the clock, mm. Mm. or oh, yeah. Um, yeah. or um, you know, that's 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 quite a long take, mm. Mm. Uh, or mm. the I don't know, you have those close-ups on Melody uh, caught in the piano where. Uh, severed fingers or mm. brushing against the mm. piano strings mm. so yeah i do mm. think mm. that's 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 gruesome but it's i think it also is horrifying it's yeah. just how it dwells on those i think thinking of, that uh, then makes it makes it make more sense sort of as you were saying that some of the the sentimental sort of excess is also perhaps being played more straight than i mean being played to to to, to, to the hilt but in a sense being played straight I don't feel straight is quite the right word, but I mean, so towards the end of of, of of the film, after almost everybody has died, there's the kind of sort of sentimental song which doesn't appear to have anything kind of tonally to do with the rest of the film, but it yeah, it seems to make sense or make most sense if it is in some sense meant to be working as a as a sort of moving song, you know, kind of you know like knowingly cheesy, but not not sort of not sarcastic. Yeah, the film moves quite briskly from um, <laughs> briskly or yeah, from, um, from one uh, tone uh, to the uh, next. Uh, savagely, we might almost say. You might say because there are some jump cuts as well. I think um, that are noticeable, but it also the film is willing to uh, layer uh, mm. different sequences together in in ways that are incongruous to suggest mm. that some scenes are being played straight and some mm. are meant to be horrifying, mm. and that the, mm. the incongruity mm. that. Mm. makes you uh, anticipate you know so you have the scene where um, I think Angel is taking a bath or one of the characters is taking a bath and you have two other characters you know um, wandering around the house being drawn by various um, uh, uh, sort of ghostly goings on into booby traps and Mm. and so yeah there's there's a mixture of tones happening simultaneously yeah, yeah as well yeah. as the tone shifting overall throughout the film um yeah yeah that's true it does also have this sort of playful i mean there are there are also sort of self quite a lot of self-referential elements as well i think and sort of i mean there's a bit where the the yeah, angel's father is a supposedly a sort of famous and successful film composer who's just got back from working on a film and in italy and, and yeah he made a comment about how both Leone and Morricone were uh, were pleased with his work, you know, which is obviously something for the film fans and the audience. But there's a, there's also a moment I like when they when they get off the bus, um, 
when they sort of almost arrived at the house and they're in front of a of a of a painted um flat like a sort of yeah a kind of painted flat which is i don't know if it's that's meant to be sort of a bus stop or an advertising hoarding or something which is a painting of hills and the blue sky and the sun but which is obviously meant to exist in the film world but then you sort of cut and you see the 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 countryside in which they're in in which there's there's very obviously you know cinematic flat showing exactly the same thing in the background um so there's you know there's also deliberate sort of it's a visual gag is it yeah i suppose i mean that's um yeah, that's that. I noticed that as well. You move into the billboard, and there's a, a confusion about whether it's still the billboard or whether it's acting as the background. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, because shot? the whole because the whole style is is so un, un unrealistic in the first place that you don't you don't and 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 there have been sequences on on the train where the the passage of the train from the outside has been represented by sort of almost kind of paper cutout and its style, very flat yeah, animation. So you'd be prepared to sort of accept that the that this obvious um, artificial flat was nonetheless representing the setting, but then you find out that it exists in the setting. But then the the thing which represents the reality of the, of the of the film world is just as unconvincing, and you're allowed to see both of them at the same time. So there seems to be some deliberate play with those things. Mm. You know? I think that's the that's the whole thing about how much it's in control. It's sort of wrong wrong foots you um kind of continually if you start to you know dismiss it it does something which is actually quite careful and then if you think that oh okay this is all some you know masterfully controlled ironic then it it sort of you know does i don't know devolves into too many shots of scantily clad you know pubescent girls and you think you know, yes. <laughs> no, it's not in control of what it's doing, or, or at least, you know, what it's trying to do is not. Um... It's not all about. It's not an experiment in film form. No, no, or... but it does experiment. You know, or does it just use? Is it? Is it that the director's more interested in particular moments? I mean, that would make sense. So, so there are actually some really quite inventive visual things, but he's not particularly concerned about the, um, you know. The narrative and, and 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 the generic elements are what allowed him to get the resources to make a feature film. And so, is it perhaps that some of the some of the specific details are very quite carefully and kind of delicately um, uh, achieved, mm-hmm. but perhaps the more abrupt and the more the more abrupt disjunctions of things in the film as a whole and sort of apparent inconsistencies, perhaps don't necessarily conceal a hidden a hidden method behind the madness, but possibly are just a little bit bonkers. Yeah. But we wouldn't go as far as to say it doesn't have an overarching story because there's the no. there's the there's the the kind of the the idea that the uh, the witch is consuming these hmm. um women of marriageable age uh no, it, it, it does make that's true. It, so it, there is some there is that it, there is a reason to dwell on the kind of uh, their kind of youth. Yeah. No. Um, no. I mean, with, with, with some exceptions, like the pile of bananas, I think it actually it it it, <laughs> it makes narrative sense. It just doesn't quite make stylistic or tonal sense, or it doesn't appear to. 
and then yeah the question of whether these whether it's handling the transitions in such a way that it that it's that it's doing something with this you know disorientating <laughs> um collection of leaps and i kind of i think i'm genuinely undecided i think mm. i think possibly it's just not completely successful but it, i mean i think it's more successful for the first sort of half or possibly two thirds of the film um in terms of uh what a co- sort of cohesion and well uh, you, you you can see a sort of uh an idea developing and it and it, and it f- feels like it all comes together and there's some kind of mastery of technique and yeah to some i think maybe in terms of like sort of how how interesting the sort of visual um invention is i think the most interesting things happen in the first part of the film and then just in terms of how how it manages this kind of balance between yeah the narrative and then just the 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 gratuitousness of having spectacular weird things happening for their own sake Mm. and um well, according to the uh, production history, the executive of Toho Studios agreed with you, and when he received the script, said it was absolutely uh, well, it's something worse. The effect of didn't it didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but like you say, but it, I'll, I'll, I'll it does make sense. The yeah. narrative does make and, sense, and don't try to make it make no. any sense because I I like um, it as as it is. And yeah, the, the, the maybe it's a film that's. Uh, that has a has a sort of cult following because it has set pieces mm. and moments yeah. that you that you yeah. remember afterwards and, yeah. and that you that you want to revisit. Um, <laughs> but I but I yeah I so this is this is kind of slightly glib, but I have I've been sort of um, you know developing these questions of how much it's in control of what I've I've been sort of formulating the question of is it is it a is it actually a really interesting film which looks like a kind, a kind of trashy accident, or is it actually a trashy accident, which somehow accidentally gives the impression of being a much more interesting film than it actually is? <laughs> and I'm, I think I'm still genuinely un, undecided. I, I, th- I, th- I think the f- film has different modes, mm-hmm. and I think that I, there are moments where it, it does feel like it's, um, it's doing trashy on purpose and then it's and it's doing melodrama and sentimentality on purpose mm. and the techniques are there to to kind of back both of those kind mm. of styles um but i think one thing to say about this film is how um uh fast the cutting becomes mm. t- towards mm. especially towards the end it becomes difficult mm. to actually get a hold mm. on what's happening in a sequence let yeah. alone what sort of uh techniques are being used mm. because there's often a sort of flurry of things happening all at once there's, mm. there's like animation yes. layered on top of um sort of air, various aerial combat yeah. and uh you know uh, gore and the kind of uh, the kind of plastic uh Feel yeah, yeah. Of, that, of the horror. I wonder if actually is that my personal feeling is that is yeah the kind of it's the control of the rhythmic. I mean, sort of the rhythmic control of the film, sort of as a whole, 
is is actually stronger than the than than it is with the music. I wonder whether the music we haven't really talked about the music, but that's also and very deliberately. I mean, there's music almost all the way through, and there's particular themes which recur. There's kinds of melodies, theme which he plays on the piano, and there's we mentioned there's a particular thing for for kung fu whenever she gets into, um, you know, martial arts mode, and sort of other things. But and again, it's deliberately intrusive and um uh excessive but i don't know if i can just but i yeah i find it in places irritating in a way that i don't find the visual elements sort of irritating i find the sort of excess of the, the visual of the visuals kind of you know satisfying in its own terms um i i don't like the main how often the main theme is repeated that got on my nerves um but that's just that's just repetition being irritating. Mm. Um, I like I quite I, I like I like the soundtrack for the mo- for the most part. It's just mm. that that repetition, I suppose. Mm. I even like the um, yeah the the sort of incongruous ending uh, sequence where you have that. It's almost sort of I'm not sure how to describe it. Almost goes into like disco or something. The the kind of uh, the the wrapping up sequence where. Well, the final song is almost sort of Beach Boys slash Motown slash I don't know. I mean, there's some or, yeah. There's there's all sorts of yeah. I I I I wonder actually if I'm I'm just thinking aloud now if if I actually would like the soundtrack to be even more excessive. I mean, like I mean in not in terms of how much there is of it, but just in the actual musical material. I feel like the musical material is kind of yeah it has an excess, but it's very much a kind of. Uh, it's not actually musically as crazy as it is visually. And I think it would be quite fun, actually, if the music was, you know, that's actually kind of crazier as music, you know. Right. I suppose the big problematic thing with the film, which is quite serious, is its kind of view of, you know, uh, the sort of sexualized young girls, which I'm not sure there's an obvious case to be made in its uh, in its defence. Well, the first time I saw it, I thought at the beginning, I was like, this is interesting because they're not actually being as sexualised as, as they could have been. But I thought that in the first sort of 20 minutes and then by the end of the film, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got that one rather wrong. Yeah. Um, and that, of course, aside from, from the problems of that sort of in its own right, it means you're not really... Um, it's looking at all its protagonists rather than sort of, sort of being with them. Yes, yeah. Well, I suppose there's the there's the body horror element. Um, so there's the uh, there's a sort of rationale there for dismemberment, dismemberment, and kind of the body being on display as a kind of um, sh- shocking. Uh, uh, um, uh, well. I suppose it becomes an object towards the end, actually. Mm. Um, it's sort of a piece of the furniture that way it interacts mm. with the house mm. uh, is quite terrifying. But some of yeah, some of the some of the sort of camera angles um, seem quite sort of leering and yeah, there's uh, quite a lot of quite a lot of upskirt yeah, shots and that can be quite uncomfortable. I think um, from yeah, from a spectator's point of view and and i think it sort of makes you feel that the film's sort of gratuitousness 
and that's something that is sort of evident from the, the very beginning, just in you know even things like the you know the frame within the frame and the sort of you know flashy techniques we talked about earlier. But yeah, it gives the impression that it's sort of interrogating, you know, not interrogating is probably a bit too strong, but that it has some sort of awareness of, of gratuitousness as a as a as an aesthetic strategy, and it's you know at least yeah doing things with it, which then when that when that gratuitousness is extended to you know shots of naked young girls in the bath becomes quite hard to to see that the film you know that one could separate out the sort of the different kinds of of gratuitousness in the film and say okay well it has some lapses there but it's doing other things it seems to me then it makes you um or makes me inclined to see the film's gratuitousness in general as less interesting. So it might be successful in some instances and, and, and not in others, but um, it rather undermines the sense I had earlier in the film that that it's um, sort of deploying it to interesting ends. It seems to be... It makes me more want to conclude that it's simply being gratuitous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably agree with you. Um, but yeah, there is... And isn't it in terms of, of how they... How, how it's performed as well. I, think, I mean, there's a sort of range of, of kind of qualities of, uh, of acting, I think. Um, but, but some of them have a quite sort of... Um, yeah, have a sort of exuberant kind of naturalness which actually works quite well because it's not it's not sort of archly kind of gesturing towards the absurdities of the film or... I think staging the lighting... Um just adds to the acts to the character's appeal usually you know the mm. sort of the the horizontal staging where outside the school at the start of the film mm. where you have the mm. main actors all sat in a line and you you kind of you have an he had you abashi has a kind of iris uh yeah uh highlight each character or he'll pan across the row of characters mm. um you know, or he'll use lighting to highlight a particular character. You know, mm. thinking about where uh, um, fantasy notices that Melody is becoming sort of uh, yeah entranced by mm. the music mm. that she's playing, and she's sort of centrally um, staged, mm. and 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 uh, fantasy can't get her to turn around, and it you know creates some sort of tension, some kind of I don't know. Um, I don't know. It makes it makes the horror more believable. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. And it, um, we should probably talk about the production design a bit as well. Just thinking about sort of the craftsmanship of the mm-hmm. film because it mm. is a film about a house. Mm. And, um, there are some there are some detailed touches. It looks great on the. Is this a Blu-ray? Yeah. So we're watching it on Blu-ray as well. But the the sort of the cobwebs and. So, yeah. Some of the intricacies mm. I mentioned mm. the, the 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 horrifying clock yeah. moment earlier, where I think it's Sweetie, but it yes. might not. Be, no, yes, yes, appears in the clock, and you have these turning cogs mm. Mm. and uh, you know blood pouring down, and it. No, that's sort of a, no, there is there's the a there's and, a sort of perhaps as it were a sort of surprising amount of yeah things achieved through you know pro filmic. Um, yeah, effects and, and yeah, devices. 
they, um, and they, but they, uh, it speaks to what you were saying about the film having these moments because it seems these are set pieces that have been mm, thought out and they would have mm. had to have been planned quite far in advance to, you know, well, just to get the mechanism of the clock working yeah, and, yeah. you know, make sure that um, your actors are all lined up for the mm. shot, and, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, if one has to come to it, I guess one doesn't come to some sort of judgment. I think now, having seen it twice, I'm 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 inclined to the opinion that so it's not. I I would say, I reckon it's not not at all really kind of haphazard and throwing things at the wall and and seeing what sticks. It sort of maybe you know deliberately wants to create that impression, as, you know, sort of a mad captainist. But it does. There's yeah. There's a there's a great deal of thought and care behind a great deal of the film, but I'm not sure if it's fully in control of itself overall, and so I'm not sure that it's a sort of lost, <laughs> or, you know, a hidden or misunderstood kind of masterpiece. I feel that, it, yeah, sort of some of the the more sort of fundamental kind of contradictions and inconsistencies are perhaps are just that. I think there are sequences that are meant to be disorienting, and um, some effort has been made to make them mm. so, you know... Uh, I already mentioned the layering of of effects. You know, mm. those I think mm. those are intentionally there mm. to make you feel like the house, the house is falling apart, and the, the mm. witchcraft is sort mm. of invading the minds of these characters. Mm. And, and, and and I can see that working. Yeah. There are yeah, some sequences definitely. that are bizarre, but I think again they're probably. They're, they're, they are they are kind of meant to be bizarre almost. And oh, I'm sure, about, I'm sure, yeah. You know, the, the man being transformed into bananas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And how that uh, comes sort of in the, in the kind of final third of the film where mm. things, the situation is quite dire and mm. some of the characters have died in quite morbid ways. Mm. Mm. You know, bit, almost a bit of like light relief Yeah, that, that feeds into that idea of it being more of a teen, maybe a teen flick, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. You know, not to say horror films are completely devoid of humour. In fact, you know, I think no, not at all. Part of, part of why they're so enjoyable is that precisely that sort of highlighting, yeah, how carefully well, the, and, the kind of craft of horror w- works on you. And in some ways, this film is more interesting than some other examples I might think of of sort of the comedy horror, precisely because it doesn't reassure you about how you should be feeling. <laughs> Or it doesn't sort of manage things very carefully to say, oh, here's something funny. Ah, but no, you're now going to be frightened, or vice versa. It again, the the fact that it that it that it is is disorientating. I I definitely agree that it's that's yeah. This sort of conflict of tones is 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 no. I I didn't mean to imply that that was entirely accidental. I think that that's very deliberate. But I mean, sort of going beyond that, then to go sort of does does the way the different ways it's disorientating. You follow on from one another does it sort of ultimately achieve something fully um fully coherent even in its sort of apparent incoherence and i'm not quite sure i i think it does but one thing is how how this the subtleties maybe when looked at a bit closer can seem uh part of the part of the kind of yeah the overall sort of i wouldn't call it structure but bigger ideas in the film um so clockwork keeps um coming up time and again you know it seems to be part of the rhythm of of, of the film i think it's because music is important but mm. you have the mm. metronome and you have the That's melody, me- melody uh, a sweetie caught in mm. the clocks and you also mm. have the dancing skeleton yeah um 
Although why Sweetie's caught in a clock when she's been pummeled to death by futons is is, is <laughs> unclear to me. I know, but uh, it it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work when you think about it in that in that in that 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 logical sort of way. But it 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 kind of echoes other images and sounds that that mm. I've seen, uh, and I suppose yeah that, that moment. Uh, there's, there's, there's some kind of heightening of tension as well by the, mm. the kind of way in which the, the clocks are turning and um, I don't know, the idea of a sort of a, a countdown or a sort of um, I don't know. Maybe. I'm I'm not sure I'm fully convinced of this. No, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not sure <laughs> I'm convincing myself of this. It's I mean, one of, but, it's, but uh, this is going to sound really bizarre but when watching this I I really I I enjoyed it on a, on a on a on a technical level just because of the amount mm. of things that are going mm. on. I mean, it's a mm. delight for mm. the eyes, isn't it? Mm. Really, mm. and I couldn't help but think of <laughs> Abel Ganson in that kind of category of like <laughs> pioneer wow. director and Napoleon. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and the kind of range of devices that were used. You know, the the the, the changing yeah. the aspect yeah, ratio yeah, yeah. and having. Several screens and how. Well, there is this exuberance. You talked about exuberance in the character, there's exuberance in the film, and so maybe, yeah, you're asking the wrong question to go to look for other meaning. Perhaps that's. Uh, uh, But what I would really like to do is sit down and and watch, rewatch those moments that I did enjoy, like the opening sequence Mm -hmm. and and, uh, some things we haven't mentioned, like when the angel is recounting her auntie's backstory and they're watching a reel of. Ah, They're watching that unfold on a reel of film. And they're all responding in such a way as to suggest that they're in a cinema. That yes. they're, that, that, I yes. mean, this is not angels. These are not angel, angels' uh, thoughts. The, 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 this is a kind of shared, yeah. sort of collective thought, or just a shared space in which they're viewing history unfold mm. and they're commenting mm. on it. Um, so they're all sorts of. I'd love to really you know, well, sit that... down those moments and kind of unpick them and 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 honestly ask myself what what kind of emotions it, it, it mm. brings up and what kind mm. of ideas. Mm. Um, but but there is so much going on that the word, the word virtuosity just doesn't seem quite right because virtuosity mm. suggests kind of some level of con- control or some... Yeah. It's control about relationships because the actual, the, the, the effect or the visual, you know, content is controlled. Um, even if it's <clears> extreme, but yeah, no, the <clears> bit <throat> when it seems like they're watching a film, and then there's even is really fascinating. And so they're talking about memories, and they they talk about things they can see. And then when the film at one point you know, burns up, you know, gets sort of caught in the gate, and and and, uh, and they mention that there's reference to oh, oh, it's burning. But then it becomes, it seems that sort of, sort of diegetically, we're supposed to think that they're showing each other photos in the in the back seat of a bus. So, but then it seems it would be the wrong question to ask. <laughs> Exactly. What is this film doing with you know? Um, it, it's it's it, it, diegetic status. Who, no, it's, no. But it's it's more of a. But it moves you through things. Yeah, yeah it's like it, yeah. like a commercial. It's yeah. kind of it's it's a layering of different kind of uh, uh, transitions. I think maybe that's the other. Yeah, trans. Because then because then it's very shortly after that sequence that we get the thing we were talking about about them in front of the painted mountains, which then turns out to be in front of the, as it were, real mountains, which are still obviously painted. Um, I think maybe that's what I feel later on in the film. I feel some of the transitions are not as interesting as that. Yeah, there's this sort of... There is still a sort of madcap logic of following through, even if it's just 
the rug being pulled out from under you in the first part of the film, which I feel maybe some of the excitement of that um, isn't quite sort of, you know, it, it doesn't re- retain, doesn't remain quite as inventive in the transitions later on as it does at the beginning. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I think I think you can get a lot a lot out of it just just by the fact that it is so different on a kind of t- t- tonal level and mm. has so many. And in other words, the kind of strangeness of it is, is 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 largely internal and it has to do with form and it has to do with um, tone. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying uh, that it's that, that if I knew lots about the production context that it would mm. feel more familiar. Mm. You know, it might be. Might might still be a good sort of a, a sort of curate. Is it a curate's egg? I think. Is yes. The, is the yeah. Same? I think it is a curate's. I think that's yeah. right. I think I I think I would. It's a curate's egg. Yeah. That, that yeah. I would agree with that. 